Welcome to the Precious Stones Women and Girls Ministry Podcast. We're excited you could join us today. Our mission is to awaken women and girls of all nations, religions, and social levels to their value and potential that is concealed by the devil, teaching them to fight for its release through the power and wisdom of Jesus Christ, revealing women and girls of virtue. Hope this podcast is a blessing to you. There is an enemy out there. God put an enemy, he put an enemy between the woman and the serpent. And also between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. But also he ordained the seed of the woman uh, with the power to crush the head of the serpent. So the devil knows his enemy. This is why he would fight and focus. I say the battle that the devil will fight uh, with the woman is from the cradle to the grave. Whether you respond or not, he will fight you. Because he knows uh, that you are the enemy ordained by God and you have this potential to produce seed which can crush his head. And for the devil, this is not just uh, a statement. It was an experience. Because when God wanted to bring salvation to mankind, to defeat the devil once and for all, he used this arrangement of a woman in their seed. He found a young woman called Mary, overshadowed her with the Holy Ghost, gave her the word, overshadowed her with the Holy Ghost, and she brought forth a seed, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was manifested to destroy all the works of the enemy. So he knows the potential. This is why you will fight the woman and the girl uh, from the cradle to the grave. He knows the potential that is in there. And the way then he fights is to go into the social fabrics and put things there that continuously fight the woman and the girl. That continually devalue and take away potential for the woman and the girl. So this is the battle that is there uh, that is to be fought from the cradle to the grave. Uh, so this is why the enemy focuses and he uses uh, evil works. He is evil. That's his nature. And he uses evil works. Uh, evil works, you can identify them. Uh, he is a serpent with seven heads. Uh, those heads are not just for Deco to make him a monster. Those heads are strategies that he actually uses to fight the woman and the girl. So for us to be able to know what those strategies are, God has given us the seven redemptive names of Jehovah. And this gives us answers and they highlight to us how the devil fights the woman. Uh, we know God is Jehovah, the Lord, our righteousness. The devil will use sin to, to cover and to conceal the value and potential in the woman. If he can keep you in sin all your life on this earth, then he has managed to cover all that value and potential. The value and potential can never be seen. We know this God is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. So the devil uses sickness and disease to incarcerate that value and that potential. We know this God is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. The devil will use poverty to keep this woman and girl in prison 
so that the value and potential can never be seen. I'm glad you have things about investment here, or you are really waking up clippings for yourselves. Amen. You know, this is to bring you to a place of that blessing that God wants you to come into. And then uh, we know Jehovah Shammah, the Lord who is there, the Lord who is present. Uh, the devil would want to isolate the woman, uh, keep her lonely, attack her with loneliness, and also with fear. Once your life is incarcerated in fear, fear of people, fear of things, fear of the future, fear of the unknown, the value and the potential can never be seen. Then we know this God is Jehovah Ra, the Lord my shepherd, the Lord my guide. So one of his, the weapons of the devil against the woman is confusion and foolishness. It's amazing how much confusion you find among women and girls. I've been ministering to women and girls. You know, you can see them smartly dressed, happy, dancing. And you know, you just approach one of them, you ask them, what is your name? You'll be amazed. Confusion will creep upon their faces. They begin to ask you, which name do you want? Hmm? Which name do you want? The name of the child? The name of the husband? The name of the divorce, the name of the, the name of one, the passport, the name of the, the height of confusion. He brings it with a purpose to cover the value, to conceal all the potential that was ever there. So these are some of the evil works of the enemy. We know this God is Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. The devil will use violence and abuse to take away peace from the woman. And you know, I'm amazed, you know, I'm coming from the United States, you know, the first world. And someone was telling me, you know, some professor was telling me uh, something that happened recently. A man was angry with his wife because she didn't wash the dishes. And she chopped her up into pieces, put her into a black bag and then into the bin. You know, you, you would think, surely when you come to the civilized world, gender violence is no longer there. But it seems to escalate. Because it's a weapon of the enemy to take away the value and the potential of the woman. To take away the value and the potential of the girl child. So he uses violence and abuse. It takes away peace. We know this God is Jehovah Nisi. The Lord of victory banner. Yes. So one of the strategies of the enemy, the evil works, is to perpetuate defeat and failure in the life of a woman. You know, when your life is constantly defeated and you fail at everything, you try this course, you fail. You start this business, it collapses. You do this failure everywhere, it will consume the value and the potential. So these are some of the evil works in general that the devil will use, but the principle, the biggest evil work is something called an inferiority complex that he creates around the woman and the girl. And when you look at Eastern society, the woman, the girl child, is gently tutored into an inferiority complex. I don't know, maybe this is the first world, but where I come from, when a child is born, they want to know what sex is the child. 
If the answer comes, ah, it's a boy, ah, even the name will tell you. Tawanda, which means we are now many. Tanaka, we are now okay. Tapuma, we are now rich. I mean, this little boy has not even made one dollar, but we are rich already. What sex is the child? Ah, it's a girl. The name will tell you. The value they place on the girl child. Ashne, doesn't matter. Sekai, love it us. My day, what did you want? I mean, the names go on and on. Netsai. Trouble us. Shorai. Yeah, you have a whole, whole battle of those names. And you're wondering, you know, Netsai, it means, you know, troublesome. This baby is one day old. Who is she troubled? Who? So you find all these names, they are fraught with meaning. They mean something because they place a certain value uh, on the girl child, which is very little. So the inferiority complex, don't even underestimate it. Uh, it is worked there in the life of the girl child. As she grows up, she hears statements, she sees even the media. You know, the media is amazing. When they want to advertise, you know, a very powerful battery, a beautiful battery, you find this battery there, and then a naked woman by its side. Then you wonder, what is the battery to do with this woman? But all those things are actually teaching and training you into an inferiority complex. Basically, uh, what society and history would like you to become uh, as a woman and a girl is not a person, but a thing. We'll talk about that. Are you a human being or are you a thing? It's an answer we we'll need to uh, get in this convention. So in the inferiority complex, she grows up. She's tutored into it. Uh, yeah, I can only talk about where I come from. You know, the girl is about to get married. The aunts will come. They will sing for him. They will advise him how to conduct a marriage. Hmm? Do you want me to sing for you? Mm -hmm. Some of the songs they would sing for him. Yes. What is the song saying? Where you are going, our child? Prepare yourself. When you get beaten up, just shut up. Take it gracefully. When you get scolded, just keep quiet. What are they doing? They are training here to take in gender violence. That's the training. That's the advice. Take it gracefully. Uh, so you find these things, this inferiority complex, don't even underestimate it. It will creep up. So this is one of the evil works of the enemy. But you know, let me tell you, from this vision, from this education I got from the Holy Ghost, I have good news for you. Amen. It doesn't matter what the devil has done, what he's doing right now, or what he even wants to do in your life tomorrow, there is good news. That water, 
that was flowing over the lump of soil and gently washing away the soil is the water of the word of God. Amen. The word of God is like water. It can cleanse. Jesus says in John 15 and verse 3, you are now clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Amen. The word of God has cleansing power. It can cleanse away all the works of the enemy. It says in the book of Ezekiel 36 and verse 25, God is speaking to the nation of Israel, I'll sprinkle clean water upon you and take away all your filth and take away all your idols and give you a new heart, a clean heart. This is the process of salvation when you hear the word of God that cleanses you. And also when you go to Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 26, Jesus, uh, Apostle Paul is talking about Jesus in the church. How he washes and cleanses the church by the washing of the water by the word. So there is a water out there. There is a water of the word of God which when you expose the life of a woman, the life of a girl child, it will wash away the soil of the works of the enemy. And what will come out is that gem that God has created. Amen. That precious stone is what will emerge. And also I told you about a sharp instrument like a miniature sword that was cleaning the crevices of the stone and polishing it. That also is a picture of the word of God. Come with me to Hebrews chapter 4 uh, and see this powerful word of God what it can do in the life of a woman and a girl. Uh, Hebrews, we're talking about Hebrews. Okay. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, is talking about the power of the word of God. Hebrews 4 and verse 12, is there, there someone keeping time for me? Because, you know, you better be careful, I'm coming from so far away. <laughs> That I don't even know what time it is. Hebrews 4, verse 12, it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. There's a word of God which pierces, which penetrates into the inner person to separate between soul and spirit. This is the word that we need because uh, when we talk about the inferiority complex, it becomes a mindset. The inferiority complex becomes a way of thinking. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So to be able to treat that inferiority complex completely and totally, we need the word of God that will penetrate into your inner person. Amen. Amen. And separate issues in your soul. Separate issues in your spirit. So this is the word of God that will penetrate. I know this is the, the one that I prefer. I hope when I speak it penetrates. Uh, because this will keep you awake. You'll begin to ask yourself questions. Because the people who hear such a word in the word of God, they'll then say, men and brethren, what shall we do? It causes you to act. And this is how you come out. So the word of God is sharp and powerful. It enters into your spirit. This is what then God uses to polish that gem that is inside. As you meditate upon that word, as you think on it, 
as you hide it in your heart, it is sharp, it is alive and active. This is how the gem is unveiled. This is how the gem is polished by the word, by the water of the word. This is how we unveil the gem. Uh, so the word of God is the powerful element that we have. So when you allow this word to work in your own life, when you receive it, when you mix it with faith in your heart, the gem will emerge. Thank you for joining us and hope you've been blessed. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. You can click the link below to give now or send us an email on preciousstonesint at gmail.com. For more information on how to give, simply text or WhatsApp us on plus 263-73710-8766. That's plus 263-73710-8766. We would also love to connect with you on social media. So you can find us on Facebook on at Precious Stones INT Ministries or on Instagram on Gemstone Resource Center. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe, share with your friends, take a screenshot and share in your social media stories. And while you're at it, tag us on Precious Stones Women and Girls Ministry. Thank you for joining us and see you next time.